Welcome to Parents Evening Podcast with me, Sophie, and my parents, Joe and Matt. Hello. Hello. What have you been up to this week? Uh, forget what we've been up to this week. What have you been up to this week? Because you came in from work on Monday, made a very bold statement, and refused to tell us a true anything statement. more. Tell us about your week, Sophie. Ah, I was at work, had some fun, uh, played some piano. Oh, I talked to the uh, their music, the, my the student that I work with. I talked to her music teacher because I was saying I was struggling with one of the bits, mm. so he was trying to help me out with that, which is pretty cool. Now every time I see him, he's like, "How are you getting on? Is it any better?" <laughs> oh, picked up my new glasses today. Which actually, in the week at school, I saw someone else wearing the same ones. <laughs> and I just think, I just saw her and thought, oh, I'm getting those ones. <laughs> About it. Oh, and I stopped the school from getting burned down. <laughs> Which is what I told you on Monday. Yeah. Yes, and it's now Saturday and we don't know what happened. Okay, set the scene. We're in science, obviously. We're in science. And, oh, so the school's recycle bins are basically just big cardboard boxes sort of desk right. high yeah, right. just ones. big cardboard boxes yeah. with essentially the lid on the bottom mm. and then they just put a bag in and then take the bag mm. out or just lift the box up take the bag and then replace the bag and in their science classroom they've got the teacher's desk right at the front sort of an L against the wall and then I'm stood next to that and then there's the bins by the side and then there's the door where they come in so they come in they start off doing an experiment because the teacher was kind of like now they're actually back in school i want to do loads of practicals with them to get them excited about science yeah. again now they're actually here and they were doing tests for different gases so they were doing the squeaky pop test where they basically they make hydrogen and then you light a splint on the bunsen burner and then put it in and it just pops and then you that means there's hydrogen in it right so they're doing this and they, they set up she explained what they're doing she demonstrated it and goes okay off you go so she set up all the bunsen burners around the room and they're all just kind of quietly getting on with what they've got to do and pop making all these popping noises and then i'm, I'm just at the front because my student's fine doing actual work i don't really need to support her with her work as much it's just the communication when the teacher's talking and students are talking could she hear the pop yeah hmm. So they're doing that and I'm just kind of stood at the front watching and seeing all their excited faces just go, do it, do it, do it. And um, I'm stood there and I was sort of looking towards my student and their group and out of the corner of my eye I see a kid walking past me and I turn and he's got a, a smouldering splint that he's obviously they've used, he blew out, didn't know what to do with and he's just heading towards the recycling bin which is essentially a cardboard box full of paper and cardboard. Uh -oh. <laughs> And I didn't really like, clock it at first. I just sort of saw him walking past. And then as he's got his hand over the <laughs> recycling box, I'm like, don't put that in there if that's still glowing. And he just, oh, yeah. Um, I didn't know what to do with it. <laughs> I was like, maybe put it on the heatproof mat next to your Bunsen burner, not in a cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher didn't, or she saw it right at the end. So she turned and went, uh, yeah, thanks, miss. And then talked to him and said, you know, don't do that stuff stab it out on the heatproof mat and he still just kind of stood there a bit bewildered going i don't really know what to do with it and then we just bur me and the teacher just burst out laughing because i think we would sort of realized how bad that could have been <laughs> <laughs> but it seemed to be a theme because then the next science lesson there was about five minutes left so she was explaining they did another test test for gas and she was writing something up on the board and she goes right we've got about five minutes left i'll just explain this bit and then the fire alarm goes off and she's looking around going, no it's definitely not me because i did it once <laughs> i did it once and they won't let me forget it 
<laughs> so it's quite cool because in the science rooms they've all got essentially pieces of plastic underneath the smoke detectors. So when they're doing tests with bunts and burners, it doesn't just always set right, off the alarm. Right, yeah. So she went, I've always got mine on because they're like hung up on strings. So if it's fine, they can just take them down. Right, okay. And then when they're doing an experiment, they put them up. And she was like, I always have mine up now because I know that <laughs> I know that I'm not going to be the one to set it off again. So that definitely wasn't me. <laughs> and that kid, at the start of that, last, that lesson, he was one of the first kids who came into the room. And he went, oh, miss, because their goggle rack is right by the door. So as they're coming in, she goes, okay, get goggles when they do an experiment. Mm. And they go, oh, well, do, we, do we get goggles? Are we doing an experiment? And she went, oh, actually, yeah, you do. And he walked in, picked up some goggles, went, I'll try not to set the bin on fire this time. <laughs> <laughs> and then another kid heard him, went, did you set the bin on fire? And he went, no, but I nearly did. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, wow. I saved the school from being burnt down. Nice. Is it still a bit weird being called Miss? What's weird is that sometimes I get called Sophie and sometimes I get called Miss. Right, okay. When my student first, because she and her parents came into the school the day before we all went back to school in September, yeah. talked about how it was all going to work and everything and answered some questions, and I was introduced as Sophie. So yeah. she's just held on to that, yeah. and she just always calls me Sophie, which is fine. And on the first day I was talking to my boss... And he said something, and he went, oh, actually, what do you want to be known as? Do you want to be Miss mm. or Sophie? And I said, to be honest, it doesn't bother me, because yeah. in my old job, we were all just first names at that school anyway. So it didn't really bother me. But I said, well, if everyone else is their surname, then that's mm. probably yeah. what I should do. Yeah. But yeah, especially with home learning and stuff, because it's got, even for the teachers, it's got your full name. Right, yeah. When, it was quite funny, actually, it was, there was a science lesson, and we were talking to my student, the teacher was trying to get the screens up correctly so she could see me and her and yeah. see what was going on. And she's the teacher's going, can you see Miss? And she's going, I can't see Sophie. And, she, uh, t- and she'll do something and go, can you see Miss now? And she goes, no, I still can't see Sophie. <laughs> and she'll do something and she go, how about now? Can you see Miss there? Uh, and she goes, oh, I think I can see Sophie there. And then in the end, the teacher gave in and was like, okay, so you, you can see Sophie. <laughs> <laughs> So now, now we're back in school, sometimes the teachers as well, uh, right. most of them call me Miss, but in tutor, because he w- he was seeing them every day, mm. and she was saying Sophie, and he w- like all the teachers were saying yeah. Miss, he just, he gave in, and he yeah. calls me Sophie now, <laughs> but I'm not that fussed. But it, the funny thing is when there's other teachers in the room, because obviously I'm not a teacher, so I'm not yeah. normally in a room on my own with students, because there's no reason for me to be, and someone will say Miss, and I'll turn, obviously thinking it's the other Miss or mm. sir or whatever but occasionally they are talking to me and I'm like they go, they go miss not um yes and there's normally this one kid who in her class will ask me questions because he's a sweet kid and he talks to me a bit mm. so he'll go miss and then ask me a random question but yeah and then when if there's like in science there's miss and miss the teacher will go if someone says miss the teacher will go me miss or other miss or miss miss or miss like it's, <laughs> it's quite funny <laughs> But no, they'll normally just go, no, you, <laughs> you're the teacher, I'm asking yeah. you a question. <laughs> we get to see these glasses then. Oh, well, there. Oh, I see them on. Well, I've got my contacts in, so. Yeah, what would that do? Just be like super, super vision. Well, yeah, because when I went there, he said, try them on, is the vision okay? Is mm. it clear? And I remember from way back when I first started doing it, I thought when you put your glasses on, when you put your contacts, it's all just blurry because yeah. it kind of cancels each other yeah. out. But it's like, it's clear if I stay still. Right. If I start moving, then it goes kind of weird. Right, okay. But if I just fix on one point, then it's fine. Yeah. Right, okay, they're not too dissimilar to the ones you had. I mean, the main frame around the glass. Yeah, the arms different are, colour. arms are different. And the, well, no, the arms are kind of similar. They've got like the oh, twisty. Oh, right, I've got the them ones, on my purple I? ones. All oh, right. 
Yeah. Very nice. So, on your week, have we had any more feedback? Okay, so she didn't send a question. Okay. Because she said that, well, okay, she normally does them a bit late because yeah. she listens to them at the weekend. But for some reason this week, she listened to episode four and five. Right. So I said, well, do you have, an e- have a question for episode four? She went, my brain doesn't work like that. I listened to it. It's gone. I'm on episode five. <laughs> <laughs> and she hadn't quite finished it when I spoke to her on Thursday and she I messaged her again today and said do you have a question she went actually you went into loads of detail so I don't have any questions on that one <laughs> cool. but she did when I spoke to her she asked me then because it was uh, the health part one so yeah. your health episode she was talking about when we were in the car the car crash with when we were going to visit you with yeah. Gran and she was like so you were six how did you know how to get around to Bristol? And why did you retain that information? <laughs> well, I was a weird kid. I asked random questions and I just retained it. But I was thinking today as well, when because I get really bad car sick. Yeah. So when I'm in the car, mostly when I was a kid, I would just look out the window. Yeah. So I just noticed stuff. Yeah. And you've obviously, that was the first time you'd been away from us. So I'd have gone, where's dad? You'd have said, he's in Bristol. Yeah. And then I'd have seen a sign going, Bristol's that way and we've gone the other way. Yeah. yeah. And I'd have been like, that doesn't make any sense. Mm. So. But we we didn't discuss this. Me and you discussed it earlier. We might have other questions coming in. We've got other listeners. Oh, yeah. We don't know who they are. No. <laughs> okay. Our listenership has gone up from four to seven seven oh with each episode mm-hmm. yeah oh so somebody's gone from the beginning apart from episode up. three because the sound quality yeah. is pretty rubbish yeah, so yeah. I'm yeah. Skip that one. yeah but yeah so it looks like we've got three more listeners Ooh. and someone from sweden yeah cool <laughs> stockholm stockholm more specifically wow but we couldn't figure out the uk ones for some reason it wouldn't tell us <laughs> yeah not enough data wouldn't it so. yeah even yeah. though there was more than the three percent from stockholm yeah. <laughs> interesting yeah so hopefully each time we do it we'll get a few more yeah if those seven tell seven people yes those seven tell one person yeah (laughs) yeah excellent Mm. getting there creeping up slowly Mm. things take time yep like we said when we did about podcasts we didn't find half the podcast we listened to about till about episode nine or ten and you hear about it from somewhere else or someone else well that's cool one day double figures Mm. (laughs) (laughs) well it was cool because it comes up estimated audience for Mm. each episode and that's gone from four to five. So our average <laughs> is going up slowly. And it said there was four, I can't remember the, ter- the term it said, like unique or something, but four new listeners in the past seven days. Wow. Oh, impressive. Mm, uh, yeah. Interesting developments. Mm-hmm. How's your week been, dear? Well, you and I both have had our first vaccine. Yes. Woo-hoo. We didn't get a sticker. No, no. We only found out that. about the stickers the next day and we didn't get one. Oh. Everyone had a sticker to say that they've had it. No, you get a card. You get a card mm. with the batch number and date which and one that you had. Space and for when you have the next one. When is your next one? Don't we haven't got appointments yet. It, well, no, because they took about 12 weeks. Yeah. But they could be sooner if they've got more vaccines. So. Because I've been, had to book both of mine. Yeah, I think if you book them, you can book both. I mean, when my dad went and my mum, no, my dad was given his second date straight away. Mm. My mum wasn't, so she's still waiting to hear. I thought you were supposed, I thought that was the point, is when you go for your first one, they go, okay, come back on this date. No. No. Each place is doing it differently, it seems. But yeah, and by the time... They they said it's meant to be 12 weeks, but if the the rate of injecting people is carrying on at the same rate we're doing now, it could probably be sooner. And 
it will be at the new practice. Yes, that opens week on Monday. Nice. Yeah. Had a letter giving us mm-hmm. the new name of it. And that's all up and running. Looks right. Finally. Yeah. Mm. Uh, so yeah, other than the vaccine, no side effects. Thankfully, I was expecting some because my mum had been really bad. But um, oh yeah, do you know what vaccine you had? Which one? Yeah. Yes. They wrote it on your card. The AstraZeneca, AstraZeneca Oxford. Oxford. So, because yeah. I was talking at work, we were talking about the vaccine because we have a deaf school that's attached, deaf secondary school that's attached to our secondary school, mm. and because they're a specialist school, they will have to have the vaccine. Yeah. To, have had it and then anyone who teaches any of the any of their students in our school they've also had to have it right um so we were talking about that the other csw that i worked with on a monday she had covid about six months ago something like that and she said she had the oxford and she it was awful because apparently if you've had it had covid then it's worse that's what I've heard from other people on Twitter. Because right. uh, apparently your body like sees it again and goes, yeah. ah, this thing, and right. then okay. over yeah. reacts. Mm. Which could mean my mum has had it. Oh, they reckon there's millions of people out there that have had it and just didn't have yeah. any clue. Yeah. Or if they did, would have had it, mm. that might have been their reaction. Yeah. So it might not have, because someone at work who hasn't had it, but has had the vaccine, and he was, I, he had to call 111 and he thought he was dying. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe he probably would have had a really bad reaction to mm. COVID, even though he's perfectly healthy and, mm. yeah. you know, young. That might have just been his reaction mm. to COVID. But no, we yeah. both had slightly Slight bruised, bruised arms. Bruised arm for a couple of days. Um, I felt like a bit... You when you have a vaccine. <laughs> yeah. No, it, it's kind of no, like heavy. No, when I had the flu jab, it didn't feel like that. It's, I don't even notice it the next day, but this mm. was... Sort of tender to, to the touch. Yeah, it was quite... It's probably just because it's new. Yeah, it was quite quite sore for a day or so mm. only round where it was jabbed and i had raised blood sugars which always happens when i have the flu vaccine so it's you know they're putting something that Foreign my body, body doesn't know yeah. so my body goes into overdrive but no other than that a uh, bit of scribing a bit of editing a bit of journaling and listening to podcasts yep i think i said cats then <laughs> casts but yeah um, i was editing something today and you said something funny uh, so, yeah, that's my week. Okay. M- much the same as all the other weeks apart from the vaccine. Oh, sorry, something else. I was talking to my friend about on the phone on Thursday. I've had it before, but it seems to happen a lot at the moment. When I wake up, my ear really hurts. Like, the, the cartilage. Yeah. No, not the lead, the cartilage. Right. And I think I'm sleeping pretty much directly on top of my ear. Yeah. But not just, like, sleeping like that. Mm. Like, my ear is parallel to yeah. the pillow. Yeah. And I wake up and it just kills on one side of my head. And I have to, like, lift it up slowly. And I'm like, ah, I roll back over and roll onto the other side. And then I don't want it to happen on the other side. So I sleep at a really weird angle. <laughs> so I'm nowhere near my ear. But it seems to happen a lot lately. I don't yeah. know if I'm just in such a deep sleep that I'm just not moving. Yeah, maybe. So for six hours, I'm just pressing down on my ear. But I say, I, d- I don't get it. <laughs> Because I don't sleep that deeply either because I wake up all the time. Yeah. And I've always just moved around a lot in the night. Like, I've always woken mm. up and my quilt's half off the yeah. bed because I move so much. But it's really weird and it really hurts. <laughs> Very strange. Anytime I get that is when I'm editing this and I've got the headphones on. 
with my hearing aids. Oh yeah, but it hurts more, like more than just a little bit of when the headphones are on. After a while, it starts mm. to hurt. But I mean, it it doesn't when I've just got the, those headphones on. But when I've got my hearing aids on, mm. then that that really does get sore. Well, because you're pushing the mm. metal bit at the back, yeah. the big bit. Yeah, I, I te- I've learnt now, and I just take them out. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so much better. For listening without hearing aids. <laughs> so to speak. Back it up. Yeah. Because it's your laptop, it won't turn it down for you. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it won't interfere. So what about you? Well, I've had I've got quite a busy week to talk about, I think. Yeah, you've you've done a lot this week. So started off I went to Aldi to get the important stuff out of the way first. Hot cross buns. Hot cross buns and a different gin. Gin was alright, but the bottle is in it's cool. It's a stone bottle mm-hmm. with a swingy poppy top to it. Like Grosh Del Grosh yeah. bottles. Not gonna oh, mean like anything to Swingy really. poppy lid. Yeah, have you seen it? No. Oh bloody hell. Why would I? Oh, okay. It almost looks like some sort of old-style milk bottle. Uh, I suppose, yeah. But yeah, it's like the old Grosch bottle tops which we used to collect and have mm. on your, your laces on your shoes. But yeah, so that was really cool. Something different. A different gin to try. And I say, a nice bottle to add to the others. But yes, they had a massive array of different flavoured hot cross buns. So I got the rhubarb and custard. Wasn't a hell of a lot of custard flavour going on, to be honest. But I was impressed that it was quite a good rhubarb flavour, and there were like little chunks of rhubarb in the hot cross bun, which I thought was quite good. They're all right. I got some other ones while I was there because I had to travel to get them because we haven't got one locally. They had honeycomb flavour, which was essentially just a massive hit of sweetness and just really taste of honeycomb, just massively oversweet. So, so the bit in the middle of the crunchy. Yeah. Right. But it just tasted horrendously sweet. There wasn't any sort of particular honeycomb flavour. And I'm three quarters of the way through their standard ones, which on telly were recommended as good quality. And yes, they are. They're very sticky. Very. I'm assuming that's like sugar coating or something. There's a syrup on them or something. Mm. But they're very sticky before you cook them. But no, they are really nice, really tasty. Loads of fruit. Highly recommend them. So that was start of the week. Then I decided to wreck our bathroom. <coughs> Thought it, thought it was time to ruin our bathroom. Repair what's been done by the water damage caused from next door. Well, yes, it was time to repair, but in order to repair, sometimes you have to make things worse. It's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, and it's already improved a bit. So, yes, I ripped down... It a... shocks me every time I go in there, and then I think, oh, it's an art installation. Uh, but no, I ripped down... That's what you should do. Leave it as a hole <laughs> and spray paint something <laughs> I in think it. What I'd like to do, it would be really cool, is to get a mirror cut that shape. That shape and embed a mirror in the hole. Don't bother getting it plastered, have an inset mirror in that hole. That would be cool. <laughs> that would look really smart, wouldn't it? I think so, anyway. Because as well, if it's inset, then you've got the thickness of the brickwork to put in some sort of lighting. Yeah. <laughs> so you could go in and just turn the lights in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'd have to extend it down though, because. I wouldn't see. The hole goes down there to just, just above the tap. Yeah. Does it? Yeah. Well, I can't tell because you've put the other mirror in front of it. The regular no, it's mirror. It's not far from the tiles. Yeah, but you can see it from the other side. It goes to it's almost... me and my side. It goes to almost the Which bottom right of where the, the mirror, mirror was before. Right, okay. But no, I just didn't get it. You have to be so precise with the mirror cutting though. I suppose it could be a bit out because I can pack it out, pack it round. There you go. But it's saving expense. Job for next week. Getting the wall. It's slightly off centre, that's the only yeah. thing. Yeah. Make it bigger. <laughs> <laughs> Extend it so it goes round. 
but no so yes yeah, so I pulled down a chunk of the ceiling and then I had to rip off a section of the wall because the water damage had not as I discovered not just got behind the plaster it got behind the render which is why it goes so deep I was expecting to just pull plaster off and it was bloody great chunks of wall but there you go you had a very interesting conversation with a, a local uh, builder yeah, we're really struggling to find a general builder to do a couple of things around the house I need so on the local Facebook group one was recommended that he listed as a handyman but said in his advert that he does all building things plastering and all general stuff that always sounds good a few people are recommending him I phoned him and he said where are you and I said "Mm, not sure that's within 10 miles of me said oh is that a problem he said well I only do a 10 mile radius of where I am oh why is that well because I travel on my moped what (laughs) I travel on my moped I said you're a builder how do you get around with tools and whatever on a moped he said, oh, I've got a box on the back and I have a backpack. We can't have very many tools. What have you got? You've got he said, well, there's only two things. He did say what they were. I've only got two pieces of tools that I can't carry on my moped. If I have to bring them, I either get a taxi or go on the bus. So I don't want him anywhere near us. I mean, I know from plastering that we've had done, they turn up with a bag of plaster... Yeah. Which is quite hefty. Some people would probably say, you supply materials and it'd be here when he gets here. So some people do do that. That's fine. A bucket. Yeah, one of the big horse buckets. Yeah. And then generally they have like an electric Attachment that goes on a drill. Yeah. Yeah. Because they do massive amounts of it. Mm. I don't know. Whether he uses the bucket as a crash helmet on his mobile (laughs) as the drill slung over his shoulder, but I didn't want anything to do it. Do with him. So I'm just picturing him with a massive stepladder over his shoulder trying yeah. to get on a bus. I know, it's really bizarre. He says, oh no, I'll carry it in the backpack on my moped. Okay. Anyway, the oh. neighbourhoods app that is for your local area, there's yeah. somebody on there was asking yesterday for recommendations for plasterers and there's a few names been mentioned. So. Yeah, but it's need just, a builder and yeah. plasterer. But anyway, so we'll keep working on that. The other thing he said... He said, what's, because I explained what the job was anyway, I was carrying on chatting to him. He said, what's behind the render that's come off? I said, well, there's about three courses of brick and then it's stone. He said, there's what? I said, stone. Three courses of brick and then it's stone. He said, I don't understand. I said, well, brick, 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 then stone. And you listen, you hear, weren't you? And I just kept repeating stone. I said, it's stone. He said, oh, trouble is, he said, I really struggle with the Welsh accent. I said, I haven't got a Welsh accent at all. <laughs> Not Welsh at all. He just kept saying, what are you saying? I said, stone. A stone. Oh, he said, you're saying stone. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I understand now. <laughs> I thought it was a Welsh thing. <laughs> so I don't know what he thought I was saying. No. I couldn't have been much clearer saying yeah, the I mean, word it was, stone. It was very, very obvious what you were saying. Yeah. And what the majority of properties yeah, what in, this in this area, area are. are built of. And he's a builder in Wales. Well, <laughs> it's nice. Sounds more like he's the moped enthusiast. <laughs> With a few tools. Likes doing a few jobs about. But... Petrol money. Yeah. So yeah, I had that conversation. I fixed the understairs cupboard door. Yes. Which was being weird. Kept just coming open on its own. Oh, yeah. Because the latch was just not quite catching. So I packed out the hinges. I think I closed it about four times the other day trying to put my coat in. Yeah. So I packed out the hinges so it doesn't happen anymore. So I did that. Fixed did you the... sort my um, bedroom door? No, not yet. <laughs> I still get stuck in there in the woods. Yeah, I know. I was waiting for the weather to That's change because like I don't know. If it, I think thing. it's just a winter thing. Yeah, I know. But, but if, if you, you fix it... the door, then... Yeah, but if you do it when it's at its worst, then in the summer and it shrinks, you have bloody great gaps. But if that's what you need to make the door fit. If you don't want to do it as so much that there's gaps. So you do it when it's at its best and do a bit and then 
see what it's like next winter. I know it sounds ask about face, but I think that's the best way of doing it. But I will well, do I'm it. I'm just, I'm just waiting. Well, I'm just have to, gonna, gonna have to kick it in when I get stuck. Yeah, that's fine. Fixed the sagging problem with my understairs drawer <laughs> unit. Contraption. Yeah. So, well, yeah, that does seem much smoother now. Yeah, put an extra set of wheels on it because it was sagging in the middle. Now it isn't. So yeah, you fixed the. So you ripped everything down in the bathroom, and then you've put a I'll layer put, of. Put, put plasterboard back up on the ceiling, so yeah. that's plasterboarded. But I need to sort out getting it plastered. And you started building started up the rendering render. the brickwork behind the sink, which now might be a mirror. But we'll see. Um, been out running twice. Been out cycling. Absolutely, I got out of my bike, and it was a really nice day. And it was load. You can tell it's a nice day because there's loads of cyclists about. And I was the only one not in shorts and t-shirt, actually. They were all t-shirt and shorts. I did think, oh, it's quite nice out here today. <laughs> and because it was so nice, it was a lovely day, I felt good. Just you get days like that when you just think, yeah, this is great. I'm just going to go. And I have this sometimes. I said to you, and I just can't, I can't decide where to go. Because you have to kind of have a destination in mind. So, right, I'll go there and come back. So I did what I've done a couple of times before, which is always interesting. To get onto a road, which was the main one that runs alongside the dual carriageway to Cardiff and thought I'll just go and stay on this road and just go for an hour and then I'll turn around and come back again because the trick is and it's bloody hard to do is getting back within that hour because you've already been going for an hour and it might be more uphills and downhills or whatever but it's harder the second half so it's a by way of coming up with a destination and it's a test so off I went I hit a very technical snag I run out of road after 51 minutes <laughs> I got to the motorway, I got all the way to the M4, and the road I take, it's, it's like a combination of cycle, cycle paths and little roads. You know the big thing where you come off the dual carriageway and you go onto that massive roundabout to join the M4? Sure. You feed off and then you go on to that big roundabout and you swap lanes and then you come onto the M4. I got to there and there's like an industrial estate alongside it, and I just, I got to there. And I looked and it, ah, 51 minutes. Guess I'm going back then. <laughs> Yeah, so your target is to get back before 51 minutes. <laughs> it ended up being, I think it was an hour and 50 minutes, the whole thing. So it wasn't much over, but it was over. Mm. But but no, so I need to look for some routes where I can keep going in that direction, but not that side of the dual carriageway, the other side, so I can... Or go, go into places. the industrial estate and just pick a direction no, and keep going that no, way. No, it was a dead end. You I just went, said you were next to the industrial estate. I was in the industrial estate. Yeah. I went all the way as far as I could, and then it's a wooden path. It's like all gravel and stuff, and I couldn't take that. Um, but yeah, you got the M4, an embankment, and a dead end in this industrial estate. So did you ever look up, you've said that part of the Dragon Race? The Dragon Ride, yeah. Yeah. There is a cycle path that goes from here to Cardiff. Oh, right, no, yeah, yeah there's separate things. The Dragon Ride is a road race. Right. Which goes all up mountains and everything. But the one that someone was talking to me about, the Taft Trail, is cycle path, which does go to... I do want to do that. I've come across that on bits of it. Right. Because I came across one so, I was doing it the, the other day. Taft Trail, is it rougher than yeah. being on... So you'd have to do that on your mountain Yeah, bike. there's bits of it where it goes to gravel and in the bits of the tarmac where true roots, tree roots have grown under. <laughs> Three roots. Three roots is big, bloody lumpy bits, right. which I wouldn't do on the other bike. But no, I thought that was very interesting and I really enjoyed it. The other big thing from this week, which I want to do, do now, is I have my glasses on. See, I told you you were doing something. Well, no, I actually am this time. Not always, but I am this time. I've been filling this in, our census forms, because they've got to go in tomorrow. And I thought it's up to you, if you want to or not, I thought it'd be interesting, because you do each person, me and Mum have done ours, to do yours on here. I don't know what's on it. 
Not a massive amount. Personal details, Dad's already done. Right. Well, you name and date, but yeah. But then it goes into what job you do, stuff like that. Okay. I thought it'd be interesting slightly. So, sex, female. Yes. Correct. That gets more confusing. Trust me. What is your legal, marital, or registered civil partnership status? Never married and never registered a signal civil partnership. Well, then what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> divorced, widowed. <laughs> so yeah, never married and that. Oh, go to six. Because the other, the new question, me and Mum have both done. If you put down married, go on to the next bit. Who is was your legal marriage or registered civil partnership to? And there's two tick boxes: someone of the opposite sex, someone of the same sex. Mm-hmm. There's loads of new questions which are throwing gender into stuff. Do you stay at another address for more than 30 days of the year? That's a no. Are you a school child or student? No. no. What is your country of birth? England. England. So it's basic. I just interesting. And it's current affairs. One year ago, what was your usual address? Here. Was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you've been here over a year. Oh, okay. <laughs> Same, year and a half same much. as person one then how would you describe your national identity welsh english scottish northern irish british or other british well we both had different answers for that. i had british because i've got english relatives welsh relatives mm. bloodline scottish bloodline i had to leave out oh, i suppose i could have put other as well because mm. i've also got irish well, just whenever a form says, what's your nationality? I say British. Yeah, yeah see, I, I, I do. Say Dad English. says English. Because I'm completely English and all my family are... Well, I thought you were British. I thought it was on you both sides. You have got some Irish in your genealogy, in your yeah. DNA, yeah. What is your ethnic group? There's sections A to E, and okay. A we're going to go with, which is white. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, Welsh, English, Scottish, Northern Irish or British is one thing. Irish, gypsy. Which is, what? Oh, sorry, so that's different to white. No. If you're... White is one section and then that's broken down into subsections. Right. So one subsection is Welsh, English, Scottish, Northern Irish or British. So, so I'm guessing yes. that one. Because the other options are Irish, Gypsy, Roma or any other white background. Right, yeah. So and again, when forms say, what's, what was it, ethnicity? Yeah. I put white British. Yeah. Uh, skip all them. This question is voluntary. Okay. What is your religion? No religion, Christian, all denominations, Buddhist, Hindu, Jewish, Muslim, Sikh, or any other religion? No religion. Me and Mum wavered a bit on this one. This is special. Your answers off my answer. Right. With this right. next one, yeah. Tick all that apply. Okay. Can you understand, speak, read, or write Welsh? No. <laughs> <laughs> none of the above. It says understand, spoken, speak, read, write, or none of the above. We both said we've got a spattering of words. We know your yeah, words, but that's but not that's understanding. Not, no. no, that's if you got some sort of letter in Welsh, you could understand it written, but you couldn't speak or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or if someone in front in front of you said something in Welsh, you could understand them. Mm. It's not just a few words. No. Okay. What is your main language? English. I think it might be interesting. This one. Well, you've got English or Welsh, which is one, or the other one is other. Right in. Brackets, including British Sign Language. But it's not my main language. No, but I just thought it was interesting that they're putting that in. Yeah. It's essentially saying, what is your first language? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, This one's, what passports do you hold? Tick all that applies. That's UK. Mm -hmm. Standard. Nitty gritty now. How is your health in general? Very good. Good. Fair. Bad. Very bad. I'd say very good. I'm not yeah. on medication, I'm not... Yeah, I'd no... say very good for Sophie. Does it not have anything else to help you no. with that? Because no. you two would be like, uh... Exactly, because <laughs> I put good. 
you know what you need to put? Put good, and then in brackets, put the link to our health episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See episode four, part one. No, five. Five. Uh, so the next one. Do you have any physical or mental health conditions or illnesses lasting or expected to last for 12 months or more? Hmm. Now, this is an interesting one, because the yes box, you don't have to explain what that is. So me and mum was like, yes. <laughs> uh, tick. I don't think... The fact that you wear contacts or glasses comes into it. That's not a. That's just a general thing. It's not a big mm-hmm. issue. But the fact that you can't smell anything. It's not a health issue. Well, it is to do your health, but. It's not an issue. It's not caused no. by. Right. Well, is it men- physical or mental health conditions or illnesses? It's not a condition. No. So you you're wavering, but I'm. It's weird because I don't want to pry, but. Social anxiety. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I went to a, to a therapist for CBT yeah. and they were like, yep, yeah. <laughs> this is social anxiety. Okay. That's not just yeah. going to go away. No. no. So yeah, that's a yes then. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a mental I health condition. It should be... It's, it's like health. I wouldn't think, oh, well, I have social anxiety, so that's not a very good health. No, no, well, yeah. Yeah, but things that are wrong with me and I've got good health. Yeah, you're weirdo. <laughs> Yeah, because I've got loads of things wrong with me, but I exercise and keep fit. Yes, day to day you're in the best shape you've been in 20 years, even though... More than that, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah. But even though you've still got... I've still got ongoing health issues. Yeah. So yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair enough. Bring me on to another thing. It doesn't have to be on there. Do any of your conditions or illnesses reduce your ability to carry out day-to-day activities? No. Yes a lot, yes a little, not at all. No. Not at all, discussions lengthy discussions about this one do you look after or give any help or support to anyone because they have a long-term physical or mental health condition or illness or problems related to old age it's no and then it's how often how much time you give them a week no i'd probably say no yeah i think i would say no for you Mm. i mean when because this is a discussion because i'd say yes for me but it's yes nine hours a week or less 10 to 19 20 to 34 35 to 49 or 50 or more hours a week mm-hmm. i was thinking one of the first two nine to ten hours maybe doing bits and pieces mama's well it has to be 50 or more because i do everything because i cook clean but that's not looking after no you. that's not it this is. is this conversation mum says i do it because she can't and i said no because i do it for sophie as well and yeah, Sophie if, can do it. If you went out to work every day and Dad was at home cooking and cleaning, you yeah. wouldn't say he's looking after me. He looks after the house. Yeah. Yeah, which is what we'd said in previous censuses mm. that you were the house husband. Yeah. But now, if you didn't go and buy groceries, you'd do it online. Yeah. No. There's ways round me doing stuff. Because I struggle so much with seeing mm. things on the computer these days. If you didn't clean the house, I would be living in a hovel because I don't see that it's dirty. Yeah, I do see it's dirty. If you weren't... Anyone who says they enjoy cleaning is a fucking liar. If you weren't cooking me meals, I would starve. You'd go back to toast and bud ones. No, I wouldn't because I cut down on... I don't eat the carbs anymore. So I would waste away. Yeah. So that was a discussion point earlier. Uh, Next set of questions is about your qualifications. Have you completed an apprenticeship? No. Have you achieved a qualification at degree level or above? Or is this, for example, degree, foundation degree, HND or HNC, NVQ level four and above? Yes. Again, it doesn't ask for details. Right. Have you achieved any other qualifications? Tick all that apply. 
five or more GCSEs at A star to C. Yes. Any other GCSEs, O levels or CSEs? I know. I, I, I suppose if you tick the first, if you tick the five, the five, five or no, more. No, if you've got because there's all that apply. Yeah, it's well, just it's any a star, star to, to C. C. So if but you've got any come, D or lower, yeah, so then that you doesn't would apply if you in. tick the first one of those. AS, A level or equivalent. Uh, so the first one is two or more A levels, four or more AS levels or advanced Welsh baccalaureate. Any AS or A levels? No. No. Um, none at all, is it? A levels, don't think. Or well, AS. no, but I did AS. You've got one AS level. I did. I don't know. So the things are two or more two or more A levels, one A level or two to three AS levels or one AS level. You'd have done also one AS. Level. One AS. What? Well, I thought when you were at sixth form, you did AS. You mm-hmm. did three subjects. Mm-hmm. But, but you I left, didn't you get did, right. No, I didn't. You was ungraded, so I didn't get that right. right. Okay. Mm. NVQ or equivalent. NVQ level three, BTEC national, OND or ONC, City and Guilds Achievement Craft. That's one. NVQ level two, BTEC general, City and Guilds Craft or NVQ level one. Any NVQs? What is your sign-in? What is it? That's what, yeah. So level three was an NVQ level three. And then that's why I've got the degree one because level six is above that. Right, okay. Okay, so leave those then. Well, no, because I got level three, which is an NVQ. Oh, right, yeah, so you've got that as well, yeah. Um, She's the most educated of all of us. Or other, or any other qualifications equivalent unknown. Uh, Swim, teaching, teaching to swim. Yes. Yes, it's so a just, qualification. Just, just tick, that, tick that as yes. So probably lifeguarding that's inspired. So. Mm. Uh, have you previously served in the UK Armed Forces? That's a no. Nope. In the last seven days, were you doing any of the following? Tick all that apply. This is where it gets different to us. Working as an employee. Yes. Here we go. Go to 39. Because we had, if you weren't doing any of those, what bloody hell were you doing? <laughs> Retired, studying. Yeah. And then it's... Could you get a job if you wanted one? Uh, answer remaining questions for your main job, or if not working, your last main job. Uh, in your main job, what is your employment status? Employee, self-employed, or self-employed with employees? Employee. What is the name of the organisation or business you work for? Well, which one? That in. Technically, I work for the agency. Yeah, that's who so, pays yeah, wages. Dad's been paralysed. This is the first time Dad's filled it in. I normally do them, but... We didn't have it in large print. And what is your full job title? Communication support worker. C O M M. Yep. <laughs> so you're looking up, go. C O T M M. U N. He checked. C O M M. U N I C A T I O N. I C A T I O N. Communication support worker. Yes, Dad double-checked how to spell my first name in full and your middle J-O. name. <laughs> Done. <laughs> my middle name, how did you spell that? It was just checking. I was just checking before no, I actually No, it was just checking. He oh. got it wrong. I spelled yeah. it out right, I just went to double-check. Important document. <laughs> 26? You should know how to spell my middle name by now. <laughs> Briefly describe what you do in your main job. Briefly? Well, this is the thing. That's how much space they give you, and each box is one letter. Support deaf student. Okay. I put D E A F. I put in brackets BSL. 
what is the main activity of your organisation, business or freelance work? Education. So John, what do they do? Because that's who you work for. Agency. Yeah, education agency. Yeah. Yeah. Uh Do you supervise or oversee the work of other employees on a day-to-day basis? No. In your main job, how many hours a week do you usually work? 0 to 15, 16 to 30, 31 to 48, 49 or more? I'd say it's the 31 to 48. Because a school day is like six hours teaching. Something like that. Maybe slightly more now. So five, six to 30, I'd say it is that extra little bit. So I'd say it's the 31. Well, it's 31 to 48, so yeah. it's probably not going to be more than 48. Um, how do you usually travel to work? Tick one box only for the longest part by distance of your usual journey. Uh, work from home, underground, train, bus, taxi, motorcycle, driver car or van, passenger in a car or van, bicycle, on foot, other. Well, that's feels the longest part. <laughs> <laughs> feels like when I have to get out of the freezing cold car and walk into the building. Yeah. But I'd go with a driver car. Well, this is weird because where do you mainly work? At a workplace or depot? at or from home, an offshore installation or no fixed place. Workplace. So it's at a workplace. And I think it's odd because they're asking for the address of the workplace. So as that's done, that's your section of the um, census completed. I wanted to go back to a bit mm-hmm. because I had a conversation with your brother today and I wanted to have the same conversation with you. I saw a documentary, Roman Kemp documentary on male young 20-somethings suicide and mental health problems. And one main thing that was coming out of it was ask people how they are and they, they said always ask twice because the first time you say how are you it's just like yeah fine and you ask again to know how are you and even though it's aimed at men and boys i thought it's something we should possibly all do every now and again and don't do enough so i thought i'd ask how you are good yeah <laughs> <laughs> and then but ask my, my how friend, are you my friend always does that because she'll she'll go how are you and you yeah good how are you hmm. but it's not for me it's not then we had a similar chat at Christmas, but it's not... I mean, it is just that immediate response of, I'm good. Mm. How are you? Almost like as a hello. How are you? Yeah. I don't know what people want to hear. The truth. The I'm truth. fine. That, that's what this is getting at. Yeah, but I'm fine. Not, yes, like, but so I, many people don't, even if they've got some sort of mental problem nagging in their head, don't say it, and that's the problem. Yeah, I know. But even if, even with that, I'm like, I don't... If the You're subject, saying, how are you? Physically, I'm fine. Right, okay, so perhaps mm-hmm. it should be, is there anything you feel you need to talk about to improve your situation? Yeah. yeah. So that mental health, especially you and I, we both have the same anxiety issues and everything. So if there's ever a time... And having anxiety issues, it's really hard to talk about them, but... If ever you're struggling, please talk to one of us or the other. And I do with you now. I'm a lot more mm. open with you than I ever was when I first started having mental health issues. Mm. I'm a lot, lot more open. I can say if I'm feeling depressed. Yeah. I can say when I need help. I can cry my eyes out and mm. and I know you're not going to judge me or anything. You're just there to... It's weird that anyone would judge someone else for crying. <sighs> I think some people I suppose do, there are people but, um, out there, but it can be seen as a sign of weakness. Mm. And it's it's easier for, for women to be seen as weak than it is for men. Yeah, I think it's come up recently yeah. more and more. But, but yeah, so... But you know, even that, like, say we were talking about it at Christmas, but yeah. people saying that I don't give a lot. Yeah. But that's because I don't know what you want. Mm. <laughs> Not because I'm happy to talk about 
anything. Yeah. If you ask me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and tell you my entire life story and everything that's in my head. No. Because you're not interested. Mm. But, well... Yeah, we are. But. You're our daughter, so we are interested. Yeah. But... All right. No. I'm sitting here thinking... This is fun doing the podcast. I enjoy it. And now I'm thinking... No, I don't... You, you know, yeah. no, I don't... It's... it's I, I'm happy to talk to anyone who asks me about anything. Yeah. But saying, how are you? That's not a question of... The answer is, I'm good. I'm not good. Yeah, I suppose it's the wording of the question that... that like, so, yeah. So, maybe it should feeling, be... How are you I suppose, is perhaps a better one. Or is there anything you're struggling with? Mm. But... but <laughs> the thing is out there, I'm just... Asking the question, because as a parent and as watching these things and worrying about the state of people's mental health these days, it's important to ask and then to be answered and discussed. Yes. If needs be. This links to a conversation I have with my friend, which I can't, I don't think I've talked to you two about, but I've talked to people before about certain stuff and they're, okay. There's certain things that I do and people say that everyone is on the spectrum. Yeah. But I'm like, I'm probably quite on the spectrum. Right. So there's things that I do and I go, oh, that's the autistic part of me in a jokey way. Right, yeah. Going, to be fair, if I was probably assessed, I would probably be on the spectrum. Right, yeah. Right. Because I've talked about, I was talking at my old job about car journeys. And I said, I put it on my map, I learn that route, and that's the route I take. Yeah. Because that's how you get from A to B. I don't ever, they're like, yeah, but don't you ever like, go a different way to find, no, that's the route to get from there to right. there. Yeah. That's the route I take. Yeah, we have sort of briefly discussed this before that you're quite in that respect it's possibly seen as anal i suppose is the best term for it so my friend who was listening to the podcast yeah she was talking about but that was a big part of our conversation on thursday she was like because i i don't i thought i'd talked to her about it before but there was something a few weeks ago i said oh yeah that's the autistic part of me Mm. and she went genuinely i hadn't like i had thought that thought but we'd never actually discussed it yeah so then we're talking something oh what was it it was something in last week's in the podcast there was a certain terminology that you said and i kept correcting it because that's not how i say it or whatever and there was something else um but then like so you saying how are you how are you feeling i guess the autistic part of me goes right now i'm not feeling anything because all you've done is ask me how i am Right, yeah. Mm. There's nothing in relation to my feelings in that moment. Yeah. So what if that would, makes sense. Mm. What would be the best way for people to catch up with you to have a conversation about mental health just to make sure that you're okay? I mean, Chantal normally does just go, she will just ask directly. Right. Right. So how's doing this or how's doing that or how's your sleep? Right, okay. And she'll yeah. ask specifically and then I can answer. But if you'd ask specifically, I'm... Yeah. I get the autistic... Yeah, I, I, yeah, I guess. I mean, like, there are those sort of traits, if you like, coming through. Because I think that but, when you... Yeah, because they can't... I'm trying to answer your question. Yeah. How are you feeling? I'm feeling fine. Yeah. If you don't ask specifically. Right, right okay. Because I feel like this is weird, because I feel like I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah, of course, I mean, we've noticed and we've discussed it before. Not with me. We we have had not okay not in exacting terms, but we've had conversations before about mental health and things that you do. Like you say, we were having quite a conversation about it at Christmas and stuff. So when you get in from school and I say, "Have you had a good day?" You just go, "Yeah, yeah." It's it's funny because no. it is almost like I mean, you're a teenager back at school again. No, the but thing a lot with of that it... as well because we were talking about at work is. You lose all, use up so much social energy being at work around people all day. By the time I come home, I don't really want to talk to people anymore. Right, okay. Mm. And you have the habit of asking me the second I walk through the door, hey, how are you? Good day. I'm like, yep, because I've just walked through the door. 
Normally, I mean, oh, from last Monday, normally when you came bouncing in, telling us you saved the school from burning. Because I did. <laughs> normally, I'll come in. You ask, blah blah blah. I go upstairs and get changed. By the time I come back down, I'll be like, oh, this thing happened. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I have noticed that. And I've always thought it's because it's generally me that asks you when you come in. It's because you asked me two seconds into the room. <laughs> because it's polite to say, hello, have you had a nice day when somebody comes in? Do you know, I was thinking about this earlier as well. <laughs> it's the, and I don't know as well if it's because we've been in lockdown. Like, just saying good morning and good night. I feel like the days have been so short because we haven't done anything. Mm. Every, every morning, good morning night morning like it felt like it was constant because we weren't <laughs> doing anything like i knew i know no, no i get what you mean i get what you're saying but i mean like the main the main one i was thinking of earlier was when we lived in our old house and you would say did you park the car okay and i was like well, what response do you want the, right. like well, like yes i did because or no I it's not in the middle of the street no it's yeah. because parking was so difficult there it's did you find a parking space straight away, or did you have to drive round and round and round and round and round? So and the round autistic the block? part of me, you're not saying that. You said, "Did you park okay?" I park, yeah. Yeah, the car's parked. It's not been dumped in the middle of a road. If you say, "Did taking you take that, taking that sentence literally?" If you said, "Did you take a long time to park?" I'd have said yes or no. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm getting that. But did, did you park okay? Yeah, you see, back yeah. then I hadn't picked up on no, all of this. No. It's like you've said to me. You say that, you said to me since we've been here and recently, you said, Sophie doesn't say good morning to me in the morning. I said, Sophie doesn't say good morning to hardly anyone in the mornings. She used to come down at I know, when you were working think... from home. We'd both be sat here opposite each other having breakfast. I'm, 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 I'm sitting here to eat my breakfast. Yeah. I don't want I gave, to sit and chat to people. Saying hello or good morning because I knew I wouldn't get a response. This was the point. But I do say, when someone says it to me, I do say Not it. always. You Not always. You don't always reply. And sometimes Not you're always. very, very quiet. Yeah, that's as much as I can muster. Some days you did just grunt. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's why I do. I said, you the times we've sat here opposite each other at breakfast, and you just, I gave up after a while. There's no point saying good morning or anything like that. Just. But so I think so the main I think the main thing was lockdown because yeah, we weren't we weren't effect. leaving the house and you would go oh night I'm I'm just going upstairs if I was going to my house and I wasn't going to see you for a week it'd be like oh bye night have a good week yeah. I'm I'm going upstairs <laughs> I can't not say good night to you that's fine but that's don't expect me to that's say fine. it all the time that's, no one's saying don't don't get upset and take offence if Sophie doesn't answer but that's my social anxiety yes yeah. yeah but. Now you know it's not Sophie being. She's not dissing you. She's <laughs> not blanking you. She's just being Sophie. So I've said to you before when we've had conversations about it. I said it's just Sophie being Sophie. That's how she is. So my friend got back to me. It was when you were asking me about because I hadn't left the house since Christmas. Yeah. About going for a walk. Right. Yes. She said my explanation of well I'm not going anywhere. I did think that because I was from going I've A to B. To there's I'm, no point. I'm currently listening to it. What's the point in walking if you're not going somewhere? And because, especially at the moment, because she's trying to get her son assessed to see if he's autistic. She's known since he was like six months old. Yeah. And I think her brother is as well. So she was like, I know there was something. But when he was younger, there was just nothing. Whereas now he's just turned 10. Right. So he's like going into secondary school soon. So she's like, I want this stuff in place in case he does need it. Yeah. Um, So she's at the moment going through all this paperwork to get him an assessment. So all that stuff is fresh in her mind when she was listening to it. It's weird cause, and it's frustrating now because looking back at it because there's things we've just put down as a personality. Well, shyness or a personality trait. You've done certain things a certain way. It's like, ah, that's Sophie. You know what I mean? That's mm. like, yes, yeah, that's how Sophie does it. That's 
that's, that's, that's years. I mean, like I say, I, it's like not saying good morning or anything. It's like, yeah, Sophie. Yeah. That's years. I mean, as long as you haven't tried to reprimand me for it. No, I don't. <laughs> no, you never have. I mean, you've been frustrated a few times. I, yeah, I've I mean, had, we've both had I've had tears over times. it. But, but neither of you have talked to me about it, so that doesn't help either. I can't do something about it no, if but, I don't but, know it's but upsetting you. If we don't think it's something, we just think it's different people and different personalities. Yeah, but if you're saying you two have talked about how much this upsets you and me not saying good morning, you've never just gone, oh, you don't say good morning to me, that upsets me. And I go, because oh, I, I didn't realise, or whatever. It, because that's not my way. I wouldn't that, do that. I would just yeah, have my tears well, then behind. How am I supposed to no, know no, to do yeah. anything? It's the weird individual saying, no, it's fine. You're weird. No, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're you, carry on. No, it's fine. You know what? Yeah, Gedge, prove I'm right now. I've been right all along. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel that's the way you are that's the way you are I'm in the middle it's all fine was I like this when we first met no of course not yeah I mean your accident made a big difference yeah. to a lot of things and not just the accident but then the incident that happened after the accident I think had more an effect at Cribs Causeway yeah after mum's accident you hurt her back we were just like we used to go out shopping whatever day just dad be, we because went, I didn't want to leave the house. We went Dad to always encouraged me with a shopping trip. Yeah, I'd say, come on, we'll, we'll get you out, we're going. Well, no, because you didn't have, this is the point, you didn't have the agoraphobia then. After no. the accident, you didn't oh, have it. No, I didn't straight away. It was the it was, it pain. It was trying to get was, you moving yeah. a bit because your back was hurting yeah. and I knew I'd been through that. Shit, that's easy. Get out, get walking, take you around the shops. Go to cribs, wandering up and down, blah, blah, blah. A fire alarm went off. I said there were three occasions on the trot. Mm, but cribs, the main one, yeah. it's cribs, the fire alarm went off and we were all all were evacuated. Oh, yeah, I think I do remember. And we were evacuated down a sort of relatively small passageway. Yeah, me with a walking stick. You were walking slower and with a walking stick and people were panicking. Yeah. And they were rushing past us and, as I've said countless times since, when people are in their own bubbles, they're not looking at other people, mm. just minding their own business. And well, I mean, when I'm out and about now, and I've got a white stick and people mm. don't see that. No, you got knocked into and bumped into quite a lot, and that freaked the shit out of you. Yeah. Then there was the garden centre where the young child rallied into me with he was in charge of the shopping trolley mm -hmm. and battered into the, me from behind, and mm. yeah, that caused so much pain. Yeah, it was a prick. And then there was Ikea and, again, a fire alarm. Yes. Three then you say that like most of the days. stuff, it takes something to spark it. Like, it's there, but then something happens and then it kind of mm. opens up. Yeah, I think with me, it's possibly the diabetes at 13, that diagnosis, because suddenly I wasn't healthy. I, I had to check everything. I had to mm. eat at certain times. I had to have my insulin. It was twice a day then at certain times. I... I wasn't free anymore. Everything was mm. a balancing act. Even how much exercise I did, and I used to exercise a hell of a lot prior to that, and suddenly everything changed. Mm. And I think that made me a bit anxious about being out and about and stuff well, like no, that. None of that but was visible when we sort of first met. No, it, it was, was all internal. Mm. You never showed any signs of that. You were always very outgoing and but comfortable. But when I first met you... I mean, shit, you drove 200 miles on your own to meet someone you'd never seen before. Yeah. Maniac. Yeah. <laughs> God, the thought of doing that today in these day and age. But wasn't, hadn't been taking my insulin properly. No, I know all that, but... 
years. It was. That was a very ballsy, which, bold step. Because to, I didn't like that. my life how it was. It's see, this is your one of your biggest problems. Whenever you've done something good, you still always play it down as not yeah, but being was good. Was that good, or was that absolutely bloody stupid? Yes, it was good. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> it worked <laughs> out to be good. But that's what I'm saying. It was ballsy. But don't regret the things you do. Only regret the, the things, things you, you don't, don't do. do. Yeah. But these days, that could have gone so much worse. Um, and days, people are aware of it. There weren't creeps only around now. <laughs> there were creeps then no, and scumbags. News that if you'd have murdered me okay, nice. back then <laughs> or, or whatever. attacked me, whatever, yeah. that would have made local news where you lived. It wouldn't have made local news where I lived because news agencies didn't no, share stuff it, to that no, I suppose extent. it might have done. Local there wasn't girl the internet. Missing. There wasn't no social media no, or but any if of that, that sort of thing. Possibly wouldn't have made national news. No, I get that. So but it doesn't. Stop it, it wasn't as scary as it would be. What twenty-one-year-old I mean, me now? In, it was still a ballsy move. And I think as well, you're looking at it of the perspective of 50 years life experience. Yeah. When any of us are 18, 19, 20, we've got a different view of the world because you haven't seen as much. Mm. On this subject, yes. I found out actually last week, but I haven't had a chance to mention it to you, with this, all this thing about women being safe on the streets and because of the woman and the terrible incident. Was you aware there's an emergency... Yes, because I was there when you told Mum. Oh, right, okay. An emergency and I think I did know that as phone. well. Oh, right, okay. I'd never heard of it before. Um, but yeah, going to SOS and set it up, apparently. But yeah, so wish it five times. When I went to work for the solicitors in Bristol... Yes. Getting the train and I the walk... Bought you, you bought a, me a rape alarm. I bought you a rape alarm. That was that's what, that's what you strapped did then. to my handbag. Yeah. And I did walk along with the... Because I think you had to pull a bit out yeah, to make the alarm go off. Yeah. I walked along with my hand on that. And generally, I suppose when I first started, it was January. So walking, I was on an early train in. So it was dark going in to work and it was dark coming mm. out of work. So I had my hands on that the entire time. Mm. Absolutely petrified on the streets of Bristol. But- Sadly, that seems to have been the story of women for years, and it's now being openly talked mm. about and, and discussed that it's not right. I mean, I also remember right. women who went missing in Bristol mm-hmm. and around Bristol prior to that. Yeah. And then my, I'm going to call him an uncle, <laughs> but he's a cousin of, I think he and my nan were we'll actually first cousins. <laughs> yeah. But I always grew up calling him uncle. Yeah. He was a, by the time he retired, um, detective chief inspector right, yeah. and was on a very, very high profile yeah. missing persons case. Mm-hmm. It didn't have a good ending. No, most of them don't, no. to be fair. But, um, so I grew up knowing about mm. things like this. Yeah. So have you, for everything, <laughs> <laughs> had therapy or counselling? Uh, yes, I've had CBT, the same as you the agoraphobia and at the time I drove myself there and back I had four or five sessions she got me to to tune in to where I was and close my eyes tell me what I could tell her what I could Mm. smell what I could hear what was going through my mind and it was 
Uh, we were in quite a sterile room, so there wasn't mm. anything nice to smell or anything. But it was like, I can hear the clock ticking. Oh, I can hear the birds outside. No, that's been overtaken by the clock ticking. It's just the clock ticking, it's the clock ticking. Then it was, she set me homework, and it was um, to imagine yourself in your happy place. And that was um, a family picnic with you and both of the kids. We'd got a blanket that we were all sat on, and we'd done a proper picnic that we were all doing and playing games and everything. And she said, and how did that make you feel? I said, absolutely fantastic. I was surrounded by my family. Until a great big huge dog wanted our chicken and came and piled in and landed on us all and everything went flying. And she went, oh, that wasn't meant to happen. And after the first session, I don't know how I got home. I know I drove the car home. I can't remember any of that journey. And I think it was, I told you a couple of weeks in and you started driving me. Mm. But she just sort of said, no, this this is more than agoraphobia and anxiety. Mm-hmm. I think this is PTSD. GP wouldn't have it. Mm-hmm. And then I had, was um, social services came to the house and they did a thing. Mm-hmm. And she told me, I said, look, I'm fine. I can get to the front door or the back gate. I can't get beyond those because it's just the panic attack is like flipping a light switch. I don't have time in that flip of the switch to put everything that I've been told, you know, I'm not having a heart attack, I just need to breathe. I don't have time to action any of that. It's just full on, one minute I'm fine, the next minute straight into a panic attack. And she told me, look, you've just got to get off your ass and get out there and deal with it. So I reported her because I said, I feel as if you're bullying me. And then that's when we had the Scottish guy come to the house who was a psychotherapist mm-hmm. and he sounded like Robbie Col- Ro- Robbie, Coltrane. Robbie Coltrane and I got to the stage and again it was only uh, he maybe came seven or eight times yeah, he came a few times I the second I heard somebody with Robbie Coltrane's accent on the telly or on the radio I went into a full-blown panic attack and I told him, and he said, right, I've got to step back from this because I'm obviously making things worse. I haven't tried to deal with it since then. You you help me deal with it by, I'm an eccentric. I see myself as being eccentric rather than being do I help? anything. Well. No, but really do I mean, I'm probably not helping. I'm just, what's the word? Enabling. Yeah. But since, since all of that happened, I've started to lose my sight, so I wouldn't mm. feel safe going no, out. I mean, there's I mean, a combination I got of things a, yeah, going on. I haven't got a guide dog, mm. so and I wouldn't feel safe going out on my own without a guide dog. The, the one thing I would say is you are pig in all form. We've discussed it before, and I think on the podcast, accepting when something you've done something well, when you've exceeded what you think you can do. You're crap at saying, yeah, it felt shit, but I did it. I can't take compliments. When you said that you can't accept compliments, I was like, what British person can? I went, nah, when you tell dad he's a bloody nice bloke, he loves it. (laughs) (laughs) I know generally he's the one telling us he's a bloody nice bloke. True. Too right. Yeah, he doesn't accept the compliments, he gives them to himself, so. (laughs) (laughs) That concludes our topic for this week. If you want to get in touch, you can find us on Instagram and Twitter at Parents Evening Podcast. Or you can email us at parentsevening20 at gmail.com. Wow, I didn't realise so many of these podcasts were going to be therapy sessions. Ready for all eventualities? Calm yourselves, I'm going for a week. What the hell does that mean? Think about you've done another glass of wine. Absolutely.